And now for our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to the Idol Matinee podcast again for another week. Uh, this is our tribute week this week and tonight here we have with us Greg. Hello. Uh, Chris. Hi there. And Johnny isn't currently here at the moment, we don't know where he is. Uh, so as I said before, this is our tribute week to a lovely old hero that died this week and that is Captain Tom Moore. We've got a few things to say about him later on coming up in the show, uh, but firstly, we're going to be talking about our weeks and what we've been up to this week. So, uh, let's start with me, what I've been doing this week, and this week I've been watching a number of films and I watched Fame, the movie. Has anyone ever seen the film called Fame? Well, uh, yeah, I, I, well I watched it with you, so yeah, obviously. Oh, the thing is, we should have said to you, Chris, to watch Fame, because I don't know, if you ever, have you ever seen it at all? It's one of them, it's yeah. One, yeah, it's okay. It's one of them films, right? That I've been aware of, right? I think in my head, I think I've seen it, but I haven't. I've just seen like little clips of it here and there, and it's just something. The I know the music. I know in the street. Yeah, I know. Forever, and everyone dancing in the street, and because I know that scene so well, um, I think it's one of them films. I think I've seen, but it turns out I've not. I don't. I haven't seen it at all. Don't remember fucking any of it. I, I remember two of the people in it, but I think that's just from clips I've seen over the years. Obviously, it's Alan Parker, same guy did Bugsy Malone and did this scum. Did, did Alan Parker do Scum? I think he did. But it's what, cause what, it's in his like series of like youth sort of films, he did Bugsy Malone, did Scum, and then Fame obviously is the, like, the American, his American was, like, version. Was Fame um, grittier than you thought it was going to be? Little, yes. It tries to be. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. No, yeah, cause May I? The, the screenplay was at, got not Oscar nominated. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't win an Oscar. May I? It got. Oscar, it got nominated for four Oscars. Only won one Oscar for the sound for the song Fame. Fame facts. <laughs> Fame facts. And it was. Was it written? May I? May I say? May I talk? Well then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you mate. Uh, yeah, it's great. Great film. A lot of action. A lot of heart. <laughs> At the beginning of the film, it's got the auditions. It's basically obviously based on the real New York place or whatever. The, theatre school called Fame Academy or whatever it is and at the beginning right it's got all these auditions and all the people auditioning are really shit and I'm watching it and I think oh these must be the people that don't get in to the academy every single one of those are the people that get in there's a kid that there's this black guy that does gets a knife taken off him and he does like some ballet dance and they say it's the best thing they've ever seen but then he kicks off and smashes the whole place up when they tell him he has to wear tights and, and he can't read shorts. and he's a shit he's shit at reading <laughs> and he can't read yeah. uh, there's a yo why do I have to do fucking words to dance there's a girl that goes to like a Harvey Weinstein style apartment, right? This yeah. guy goes, <laughs> oh, they talk about rape all the time as well. Like, oh, I hope you don't get raped. And yeah, let's go out raping tonight. As if it's something just like really casual and chill. Yeah, uh, at least you don't get raped. It's like they're always talking about getting raped. We go yeah. up to this apartment and then he just starts just making her take her top off and all this shit. And she's crying doing it because she thinks it's an audition. Yeah, that's just, um, that's he's, he's really, cre- he's brilliant, that guy. He's, he's super creepy. Yeah, he's great. A young... Did she get the, did she get the job? <laughs> that's just it you don't know it just it don't, disappears that the ends weird, the weird thing is right oh, it, it, the, the film is so fucked up right it has the, the climactic end scene right is in the middle of the, like a third into the film like one of the characters the character who's doing music right he's, he's going like, right we don't need orchestra music 
He's playing a violin in a band, but he's, he's meant to be learning music, so he's meant to be learning classical, but he's into 80s stuff. He goes, hey man, we don't need this stuff. We don't need orchestras anymore. We can do this all with a keyboard. And it's like, no, you can't. You can't make the sound. Even now, you can't make the sound of an orchestra with a fucking keyboard. But anyway. Bruno Martelli. His, anyway, his dad comes into it, like a third in. Bruno Martelli. But, Bruno, what? That's the dad? That's name, the kid. Bruno Martelli. No, I'm talking about his dad. Yeah, yeah but he's the famous one in Fame. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, it's a bit, fame is a weird film as well, because there's a bit at the beginning where she goes up to Bruno, that's the kid that comes with all the keyboards, yeah. and says, oh, we need to do a band. So you, th in my head, I'm thinking, oh, right, so at the end of the film, that's where they must all be in the street going like, fame, and sticking their legs in the air and all this shit, and you think, that must be the build-up. And he says to her, nah, I don't want to be in a band, I don't want any music. So they're not in a band. That never happens. Halfway through the film, his dad who drives a taxi. About a third into the film, his dad, yeah. has a tape cassette in his taxi, puts it in the tape thing, Plays goes, the song Fame. Son. This is my no, son. So he comes out, he just he starts blaring the song Fame, like so and everyone in the street can hear it. There's a fucking flash mob, like the whole of New York fucking flash mob. Disgusting. Yeah, but, but it's all arty annoying kids in leggings just joining in. Everyone else is going well no, everyone else is like, well should be going it's like, what the fuck? Annoying. It's all arty annoying. Yeah. Like well, but exactly, but then there's a working class man who kicked it all off. A guy in a cab, a working class man in a cab, is turned up going, This is my son's music! And you're like, I mean, you're like Oh, fucking hell, that's a short film, because surely that's the end of the film. It's like, No, and then they just, it's not really explained, and then they just go, it just cuts after doing most of the song fame. And then at the end, the big build up is like, it's just a small little concert room, and, they, and they're all there doing their separate bits, but it's really small scale compared to like, when they've got this big Ferris Bueller set piece in the middle, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. But the script is quite intriguing because he got nominated for an Oscar. And I can see why because it is actually quite, it is quite good. There's some quite well. Uh, so they're obviously dealing with issues at the time and everything, but some of the way the kids actually talk, the swearing and the way they, it's still quite rel like it sounds right today sort of thing. Certain there's certain lines of dialogue which don't sound out of place. They could be, you know, I mean, timeless as it were. But then there's other things that, are, yeah, jarring like they're casual. Talk, like talking about rape and everything. Like, I said that. Yeah, yeah. I already said that. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Just referring back to it. <laughs> so, uh, Chris. Uh, uh, but no, no. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> also, oh, other people like. Uh, there's people in it as well. Like um, you know when you there's see people in it. There's people in. Yeah, there's act. Ca there's actors in it. You recognise some other stuff. So I didn't know. So you know, Emil. For, you know Robocop. Yes. You know the character yeah. Emil, the ginger character yeah. Emil, you'll be familiar with him, yeah, Chris, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, I can shoot you in the eye from here, what are you, some kind of bookworm? You know, that guy. And he gets, at the end, when the toxic sludge, the, the car hits him and his head goes and slides up the fucking bonnet. Anyway, he's in it, he's, he's the gay cat. he's the gay actor guy in it, a, like, yeah, a young Emil. He's only about 19, 20 in it. He's, he's also, he went on to be the bad, the doctor in ER who got his arm chopped off. The, the doctor that no one liked. Anyway. So fine, yeah. We'll cut all that Two out. Directors. Six out of ten. <laughs> Chris, what have you been doing this week? Uh, this week, um, I. Well, Captain Tom kind of. Do you want to talk about Captain? You do, don't you? you want Let's to talk, talk about, about Captain, Captain Tom. Tom. I, I've really come on. down my sails a little bit because I was um, thinking that we could have a, had a, had a um, sex week this week on the podcast. So I was researching stuff to do with sex. And then he came along. And did that, and then I found out a third bit of bad news, which was, it's another loss. Did you know that Brannigan's crisps ended during the second lockdown on the 24th of September last year? That's Fuck off. What, so what, there's no, no roast beef, there's no beef and mustard Brannigan's anymore? There's no Brannigan's at all, mate. They stopped being How 24th of September last 
2020. I couldn't believe it. Fucking hell. They're, like, they're, the, they're my favourite. They're, they're like a treat crisp. You don't know what you got till yeah. it's gone. Because that's... Like, the, like, what was it? Like the roast beef and mustard? Or yeah, roast beef and mustard. I can still taste ones. it now. They've, I can still taste it as you mention it. That bit it's of heat. strong. Yeah. There's, there's not a better mustardy crisp. Than, there wasn't a better mustardy crisp. Uh, I mean, oh God, I can't believe R. they're gone. R.I.P. I can't believe they're gone. The major one. Why didn't he raise the money for Brannigan's? <laughs> I know. All that money should have got poured back into Brannigan's. Wasted. Wasted. Um, well, we've all got our own memories of uh, Uncle Tom. Uh, one of mine is the clergyman who apologised after saying clapping for the war hero was the cult of white British nationalism. <laughs> but one of the most beautiful things about Corporal Tom were the people he touched in his life. And on the podcast this evening, I don't know if you two, I didn't tell you two about this, so if you're quiet for a bit, boys, um, we've got two people we'd like to interview. Uh, and these are two people that go, well, they knew Corporal Tom when he was a uh, young man fighting in the front. Uh, and one was a school friend of his, and one was a, well, let me have a look actually. You boys can carry on chatting just while I find out who these people are I'm going to talk to, because I'm going to zoom in a minute. A minute. Field Marshal Tom. Should have done a bit more research first on the people I'm talking to. Yeah, especially if they're just waiting outside. Um, well, we've got, well, the most, the, the biggest failure I made in trying to do the sex week preparation was I watched um, one of the X-Men films and I thought, well, yeah, triple X-Men would be good comic <laughs> characters. Um, so I put Keen Gay instead of Jean Gay. Uh, not really too imaginative. <laughs> Wank instead of Hank, you know, the beast. Wank yeah. the beast. Um, Professor Triple X, and then I thought like Mystique or Raven, they sound like strippers anyway, don't yeah, they? Yeah, um, And then I realised it wasn't going to work at all, <laughs> so I left it. It's not bad though, it's quite a good start. Yeah. I think some other names. Um, oh, here we are, Matt, uh, found it now. It's uh, Mike, one of his old friends, Mike, <laughs> from, he was in the 2nd Regiment Platoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mike. So uh, I'm going to have you Mike now on Zoom. And then after that, we'll be speaking to Hans, uh, someone on the, on the other side of the trenches. Uh, now, luckily, we're all made up together. So we're all friends again now. Uh, let me just do this and we'll get through to Mike. Was, it, was there many trenches in the second? Uh, can you be quiet, please, Greg? Oh, we talk sorry. to Mike, please. Just keep it down, please, mate. Um, hello. There we go. Hello, is that Mike? Hello. Hello, Mike. Can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Hi Mike. Hello. Hi Mike, it's Ben here from the Hello. podcast. I was going to contact you. I can't hear you very well. Oh, uh, you might have muted me. Hang on. My granddaughter, my, my great 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 granddaughter's here. She'll help out. Hang on. Mike, is that your dog? My, my great. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not my granddaughter, it's my dog. My great great. Oh, Mike. so uh, that must be my great 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 granddaughter now. Hello, Mike. Can we, uh, oh, she'll help me. She's twenty. She knows computers. Okay, can you just put put, put her on? Hello, you oh. Hello. Uh, I'm just sorting this out for my granddad. Uh, my great 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 granddad. Yeah, he said he's going to talk to us about Captain Toby. Can you press that? Yeah, button? no, I'm just, he's just muted himself. Bless him. I'll, I'll sort it out. There we go. There we go. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there, Mike. Oh, I can hear you now. Hello, how are you? Hi, you're right. So you knew yeah. uh, Corporal Tom a long time ago, I believe, when he was a younger man. You mean man. Field Marshal, Lord Admiral, Supreme Chancellor of the Universe, Tom? Oh, sound like The Milky Way. I think there. he's been promoted. I've, I've heard now he's dead, he's looking for God's spot. In fact, God's given him his throne. 
Did you, make well. out, did you make it on with Tom? No, 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 of course I did. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it seems a bit much, doesn't it? I mean, I was walking around my garden as well. I mean, uh, but my garden's not quite as big as Tom's, so for some reason, he got all the press. Uh, but I was doing just as much work. But raising, I, I'm not bitter about it. Were you raising money for charity as well, then? Like, Were you inspired by Tom? Oh, no, I was just, I was just raising money for me. And, well, you do and it things that I like. How were you raising, what were you raising the money through? Huh? How were you trying to raise that money? <laughs> I don't know, Facebook. Oh, my, my granddaughter helped me. Oh, my great, to... great, great, great granddaughter helped me, of course. Ugh. Oh, so you got someone else to help you do that. Yeah. And how much great... money did you raise, Mike? I just said not as much because my garden's not as big, so uh, no one cares. I didn't as much. want to talk to you about Tom though. What was oh, he yeah, like? Sorry. Uh, what was he like as a person? What did he like? Very to humble. Very... <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, at no I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, because he wasn't humble at all. He was always looking to make a quid. He was always looking for like, you know, look at me. Like, it was just ah, whenever there was something happening, like Showing in the off. war. Yeah, we should like in the war. He was like, oh, I'm having, a, I'm doing a run around for everyone who's dying. It was like, I'm, I'm dying in the war. I'm getting shot. At. I'm in the war, Tom. You know, it was just oh, so he's he was always, always like done the war. Yeah, too, he was just always trying to look for money for something. Oh, it's not very nice talking to you. Um... Mike, we've got Hans on the line now. And Hans, uh, you knew Tom back in the day, but you're from the other side of the tracks, or trenches, as we say. Oh, hello, Fingers. Hello there, Hans. Hello. How are you? Uh, it's been good, yeah, very good. Uh, what, are some of your mem- what are some of your memories of Corporal Tom, Hans? Uh, he was a um, very quick, very quick man. Um, hard to hit with a gun. Did you see him? We had a game of five-a-side at Easter time. We were like, right, ceasefire. It was Tom's idea, of course. He was looking for attention again, bless him. Oh, so Tom started the football match in the Second World War? Well, yeah, because there was one in the First World War. There was one in the First World War at Christmas time, but everyone forgets there was one in the Second World War at um, Easter time. And Hans played five, played in goal. Five, it was just five-a-side. That's good, Hans. <laughs> Hans. Yes. That's why I call him Hans. Hey, hey. Well, it was lovely to speak to you guys. Have you got any final memories of Tom you'd like to share, or are you all good with Tom chat? Uh, I'm good, yes. I'm very tired, you know. I'm going to lose, I'm going out. What's the lockdown like over there? How are you coping with the... Is that still going on? Have you... Any trips to Barbados? Yes. You got any trips to Barbados planned, Hans? <laughs> hey, come on, guys! It's none of that chat now about, about holiday. Poor Tommy. <laughs> come on, guys! None of that. Let's keep it. Just keep it on the level. Poor Tommy. He was a show off, wasn't he, Mac? He was, wasn't he? What about the rumours that Michael Ball killed him through jealous I rage? Know. He coughed in no, his face. No. I mean, that is a theory. That is one theory. That's a theory. When you go to arms like celebrity players, it's gonna happen. <laughs> These things are gonna happen. Wise words to live by, and some more wise words to live by is a short recording here we have now of um, Corporal Tom with some of his final words and final thoughts and wise words he'd like to say. So just press play on this tape. Uh, this is Corporal to- Captain. Sorry, Captain Tom. Sir Major Look Captain up. Tom. Sir Captain Major Admiral I, Field Marshal. Tom. Anyone would have done what I did. 
I did what I did to help the NHS because they needed it. Why wouldn't I? And I put, I got strength. I'm still, a, I'm not a fit man anymore, but I can still get up and do something. And if I'm going to do something, God rest our souls, I'm going to help our NHS. I'm just a normal man. And there we go. That was a recording of, one of the last recordings of Captain Tom. Um, so let, Great that, man, great man. So Captain Tom chat. You still want to talk about Captain Tom, Greg? Uh, well, no, I just want to say everything we said about Captain Tom so far sounds disrespectful. It sounds like we were taking the piss going, oh, I'll fuck Captain Tom. But like, before he died, obviously we were sort of taking the piss out of him and saying like, how he's been promoted and everything. But it is a bit sick because there's nothing against It's just because we're Tom. angry within ourselves. Well, yeah, and it's not... So it's not Captain out. Tom. It's edginess. We're just being edgy, it's, angry, it's and rebelling. It's the shit people on Facebook, like the, the the endless, the shit platitudes, like that just come out when someone's died, and with him especially. But the problem is, it's not, even the prime minister's doing it as well. The queen, like he got knighted and everything. It's like it just, it's just bizarre. Like I mean, it wouldn't have like if it wasn't for the pandemic, he wouldn't have got that opportunity. Is what I'm saying. He's not a remarkable man, really. Well, that's what he said himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a nobody. That's why he's so. Good. I know. It's just, a, and, it, and he's a person. I'm sorry. You're saying he's an opportunistic swindler. <laughs> well, yeah, like his old, like his old. But I, I just think there's other people's like great, great. There's other hundred-year-old people who are probably thinking, oh well, like I could have done that. If anyone um, deserves a state funeral, then he does. <laughs> said someone on Facebook. Yeah, and said so, another. <laughs> said someone else. Another, the most. Well, I wish I was still on Facebook to yeah. comment on this. So someone, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's basically like, he got he, he got fired from the job I was on for not turning up like to work. So he was just constantly having days off, and was like he tried to arrange with the boss like, can I have every other Wednesday and every other other Thursday off to play pool? And it's like no, it's like, <laughs> that doesn't work like like that way. Like what's more important? Because you're not a professional pool player, so. Anyway, it's, and, and he goes like, I reckon we should have a day off. I reckon we should have a day off for Captain Tom's. Like, oh, yeah, any excuse for another day off? We're in lockdown. I was going to you know, comment on that, but uh, yeah, that means going back on Facebook and opening up. Because then I, I, I kind of do want to. Because You're I'm, opening yourself up to a world of hurt. A world of abuse. World because, of yeah, because everyone, every fucking mouth breathing, talk sport listening, Whoa. sun reading shit cunt in this town will go like, Look at us, that Tom is a national treasure. I wrote out all the lyrics to uh, uh, Space Oddity. Um, yeah, but changed a couple of them to, to, to suit him on Facebook. It was like, fucking hell, someone's done that, written out. It's like, he hasn't even changed, I don't think he even changed the words. He just wrote it like, and then he's written it as if you were talking it, like, and now you're there in space, ground control. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck it is. Anyway, it's, it winds you it's up. As if, it's as if they don't care about David Barry's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? That's like, had you written those lyrics yourself, I'd be like, yeah, but you just copy and pasted David Barry's song, and, it, and then, and then, yeah, then it's like, it's basically, it's, I hate the look at me culture on Facebook, like, it's like someone dies, they're like, oh, I think this about them dying, and, and whilst they're writing that, they don't give a fuck about the death, it's like, how many likes am I going to get for this? Hey, you don't know that. Everyone, pay attention to my words, I, my words are more important Whoa, now than this harsh. person dying. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. Every single cut, the, the people, you know, uh. So, uh, what, what else, Chris, talk about something else, because this guy... It's so wound up, so emotional. So, as I was researching pornography and, and sex, I found out that people, there's been this uh, belief that the largest pornography collection in the world is held by the Vatican. And I'm just looking for something because I wrote something down about it, but actually it's not. It's at 
the Kingsley Kingsley Institute for Sex and Research in Bloomington, Indiana. Mm. And it's got thousands and thousands of pictures Ooh. and um, things, artifacts. Mammoth yeah, so there's loads. And then there was then there's um, yeah, the, but the oldest pornography in the world. I think I sent you that thing, didn't I? And it was like that Huffington Post article mm. about um, some drawings that were found in some caves in China and that in itself I, thought, I was thinking okay but the interest in that they're like had male and female and there was like um, bisexual sex going on and stuff like that it was clear figures that seemed to depict different um, genders in them but when they looked at the faces the faces were Caucasian and then they found 300 miles south of that spot and this is where the Uyghurs populate China that sort of western bit um, they found like all these these graves from around the same time, and there was um, these K, uh, like these figures found in there, figures, mummies, and that. So then there was a race between like the Chinese and the Uyghurs, really the ethnic Chinese and the Uyghurs, to DNA test them and prove that they were, because if the Uyghurs could prove they the were, the Uyghurs, like, you mean the Uyghurs, the same ones, the ones who are getting tortured, like all yeah, yeah, kick yeah, off yeah. The inch, about China yeah, pre- torturing and everything. Just pronouncing it different. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I just heard Uyghurs so, earlier. I've, that's, I've only just heard about this all today, the Uyghur thing. Right? So yeah, yeah. go on, sorry. So then they, so, uh, but anyway, they weren't DNA of either when they found it, and it was Caucasian people from probably like Ukraine, maybe a bit further into like Eastern Europe. Um, so yeah, so what I thought was going to be a humorous pornography story. That's quite interesting. Interesting. It's amazing what you can find when you start looking for it. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember. Um, I don't remember anything actually. I can remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that was the first interracial Sorry. porn. <laughs> you found the first interracial porn in a cave. Um, I think about Trump brain being like, you know, the last five years of. Trump or six four years of Trump being in power has been like Thanos' snap, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, instead of like people disappearing, all these people came out who were wearing red hats. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and guaranteed, it's been snapped again, and they've all went. Like, guaranteed, it was an American, like in South Park, it was like Mickey Mouse and Randy or whatever, like from South Park, like uh, who fucked. You know I mean, he calls it the China flu and everything, but guaranteed, it was an American who fucked the Pangalang or the bat. I mean, it was them. It was an American who it first crossed over to and then it probably all kicked off in then Wuhan and everything guaranteed it was an American who, like a sex tourist American let's do another movie review or let's talk about another film uh, ah, go on I watched uh, White Tiger oh, oh yes like right it. okay now, yeah, yeah. So now, now, we, can, now we can talk about it now we can talk about it properly so what, what did you think first of all did you think like like a bit like Slumdog and Parasite but kind of more but it's a different tone isn't it it's very fucking cynical for, for instance, so this, this <laughs> I'll is, let Greg talk about it. Well, this is ruined. This is uh, why do you always do that? You never have anything to fucking no, Chris say. Chris is silly. No, no, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know. Got to say. I know, but I, I couldn't say much last week because uh, people hadn't seen it. So now, but now, yes, now he said that. I'm going to say something, Barry. So Sorry, Chris yeah. Said, and then I'll wait for Chris to say something. Don't worry, mate. I ain't got that much to say. I, I, I'm going to have to stop at some point, and then someone else will say something. <laughs> it's all right. So basically, like with White Tiger. Basically, basically. 
<laughs> oh, what? <laughs> word Lord, who always gets his words right. Get on yes, with it, man. <laughs> okay, basically, uh, so White's the. Uh, what was I going to say? You made me forget now. The, the guy, no, so. Let Chris talk. No, no, no. Let Chris the guy, talk. No, the guy, talk. sharp. The guy comes to. The guy gets his fortune, but the price he pays. He, Am I right though? His whole family died. He, he, he like, oh, sacrificed. Give it away. He sacrificed. He's seen it now. I said, I don't, it doesn't matter about people. We give people the opportunity to watch no, the no, thing. No. We recommend I it s- and then we ruin it the next week. Okay. I said I watched it, but I fell asleep. Oh. So you can say <laughs> <it now. laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's talk about. Uh... <laughs> Did you actually fall asleep? I'm going to ask you a question. Oh no! Oh. Okay, well. Uh... Next week, find out what happens at the end of the right title <laughs> review. But the funny thing is, I oh. said to someone the next day, oh, what did you do? I said, oh, I watched. Uh, what I tried to. Went, and they went on just like, a, oh, wow, well, this, that, and gave me all their thoughts on it. Oh, right, is it? And I was like, I could just pretend I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, could... to that person, I didn't say I'd fell asleep, and I was like, at the end of the conversation, because it was quite long, I was like, I wish I said I'd fell asleep after all. Yeah. Um, I've got a question so for then, you. So then I will, I could possibly ruin it for you again then. Yes, yeah, so I won't. I'll shut I don't up again. mind it. I don't mind now. I think we should just speak freely. Well, I do well, know you, you're talking. I know the characters. And yeah, the well, the, the, the thing is, you don't have to ruin it for the sake of ruining it. To get to the though. top, so. Why would you ruin it for no, the sake yeah, no, oh, Unless there's something you want to say about it. No, no, because it needs. It, I, I wanted to talk about the end, and if he hasn't watched the end, there's no point. Yeah, right, so yeah, there we go. So, okay. so, no worries. Chris, question for you. <clears throat> Is this still the city of love? No joking. When was the last time do you think you watched Human Traffic? Oh, yeah. uh, it would have been years ago. Yeah, I, I've okay. watched clips of it more within the last year. I've watched more clips of it because, like, it's funny seeing Danny Dyer back then, and like, <laughs> it's like it looks really weird. Well, no, because seeing him so. And then, That's and then, um, work. there's been lots of little clips of it for on recently. Like uh, nostalgic purposes, so yeah, it would have been like probably 20 years ago. Well, yeah, so it, it came out. It's it was it's 23 years ago. It came like night was 98, I think 98, 99, and uh, yeah, it came out before. So it was before obviously smoking was still in pubs before before 9 11. I think you forget that films, the way films are made and everything. Like pre and I don't know whether a film like that would have been affected by 9 11. Well, do you remember would have the been. plane scene in it? We're all doing pills on that plane, flying around buildings. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, what? I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Well, Islamophobia. No, but there's no Islamophobia in 90s films. I'm not clever enough to explain why massive cultural events would affect a film like that. I mean, massive uh, political, social, political so, events. Anyway, but oh, yeah, it hasn't stand. It, some bits, it's, it's fucking. Some bits are really cringy, right? But other bits, still, I don't know. I, I still you remember stand the story? Up. It's all set over one night, isn't it? Yeah, Cardiff. Yeah. yeah, and then she works in a burger bar and doesn't like it. She, no, Nina. Nina, sorry. Nina. That's it, you can say the character. There's, okay, right. there's Jip. There's Jip. Jip. Shout at me. There's Jip, John Sims' character. Uh, Jip, John Sims. Jip, John, Jip. John Sims and his best got mate. 75 quid in my yeah. pocket. I've got 73 quid in my back burner. I'm going to wax a lot, man. Hey, the three radicals are bouncing around me, man. And I'm going to... Uh, he does that speech before he goes out. He goes, before I go out on a night, a night out, I like to listen to the good words of the fucking... Song. Bill Hicks. Bill, Bill Hicks, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he goes, yeah man, that's right, and it just has him there going, <laughs> like, uh, something like whatever Bill Hicks said, and then he goes, yeah, and they go out and they go, and we start the night in a boozer, because we want to get on the same level before we hit the club, and then they do that fucking, you're rushing and it, and then man. they do they do an alternate, he's rushing, they do an alternate, uh, fucking, 
<laughs> God save the Queen. Alternate national anthem. We're trying to be ourselves. Can't be nobody. And then it goes, techno emergency. We. I don't know, boy. It's so, so shit. <laughs> it's the gayest, cheesiest thing ever. And Barry made me watch it. I go, oh God, I remember too much of this film because I watched it loads. Because I was 1920, I was a bit younger than the characters. It's a bit like train spotting. Like train spotting and that were both. But compared to train spotting, is an amazing film. Human traffic. It's, was quite well observed. It, it, of its time, it was good, and it's a, a cultural. I can see why it's a cultural hit. But do you know? Can you remember certain characters in it? Right? Turns out, do you know the, the Welsh, there's a little Welsh drum and bass guy in it? And he's really ugly looking. He's like, and there's a scene when they're coming back from the club. He goes like, and they're having a smoke or whatever. And he goes, I was doing bucket sea when you were just a twitch in your father's nutsack. And he's going, what are you on about? What are you on about? And he's got goofy teeth or whatever. Anyway, he directed the film. He's the guy. He wrote and directed it. And I was. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, damn. And I, was, I thought that was quite interesting, like we found that out the other day. I was like, oh why is that guy fucking right and directs it? But only because he was on a YouTube video talking about making human traffic too. So yeah. he did a screening of it really? 20 years later and he's all really excited about it and you think like he's only ever made one of a film. And you think that's never gonna happen. John Sims is never coming back, Danny Dyer's never coming back. Yeah. Well Danny Dyer, I think Danny Dyer might But be. when you go back and watch that film, it doesn't really make sense, obviously, because what because right, they go to a pub, then they go to a nightclub, <laughs> and then after the nightclub they go, Oh, let's go to it's an after party, let's go. It's in a fucking mansion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. With like loads of and you think, why the fuck? Didn't they just go there in the first place? What was Why that? did they get the shitty club? What was that place in the St. Albans? Ma- and do you remember the bit in it with Howard scary. Marks? Spliff yeah. politics. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, we used to go to the ship before going anywhere. True. So, but they had a mansion. No, 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 no. There's, there's, bits, there's, there's bits that rang true, right? The going to the pub thing before you hit the club and all that. And those scenes I still like. And some of the soundtrack's really good, like Left Field and Chemical Brothers and Orbital and all that sort of thing. And there's some, some scenes in it which still I still think stand up, you know what I mean? Like and there's a bit like a bit of banter, some ad-lib banter where the cast obviously got on and knew each other. Um, so that all that was all quite authentic. It's just some of the stuff they're trying to ram down your throat, like the drug talk, like mansplaining, like or drug splaining, they do like it's like ah. Uh, and now because everything's moved on, people aren't doing that. See, you know, in like uh, have you seen Train Spotting Two? Right. Know. So when they Train Spotting Two sort of brings up everything up to date, and yeah, so those characters, yeah, realistically, if they weren't doing smack anymore, yeah, occasionally they'd just be snorting a bit. Everyone just does coke now, don't they? It's like. People don't, when you grow up, like... What? No, well, stop a minute, mate. Well, no, they do. That's, in the, no, you don't do drugs, Barry, but like, well, I mean, you smoke a bit weed. You, you, don't, you don't do other drugs, so like... Do you think you can judge a film, though, a 20, over 20-year-old 20 film, like, now? I think... Yeah, you can, I, on I, certain I things. The, I remember at the time thinking, and it might have been because of our age as well, because we were that age when it came out. Well, exactly, when, yeah. We were, like, 21 or 20 when that film came out yeah, yeah. and it felt really inauthentic and I think it, it was they were trying to make it so it was going to be this uh, zeitgeist like, thing like a bit like yeah like a juxtaposition to um, fucking what's it called Trace 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 yeah. Trace yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so they were going to I think they were aiming for that sort of that sort of yeah yeah said it just was really cliche yeah it was way too cliche yeah. And but the, the but funny, the wanky bit's funny. Yeah, exactly. Like Danny Dyer, his lines still stand the, up. The his zon- character is still fucking good. Like, like in the, like some of his rants and the taxi driver goes like, oh, when he's talking to the taxi driver, goes, oh mate, I'll, I'll go all the kidnapping celebrity like Peter Andre and put a coat hanger down his japs eye and all that and all this like, that, all that stuff. That's still quite funny because that's sort of shit that a weird drugged up wanker would like, like yeah, rant about in a cab or whatever. But yeah, the overall. 
the overall feeling because it was about nothing. The, the, the character arc was like, oh, I do hope Jip learns how to not be a sexual paranoid and fucks that Lulu bird at the end of the film. Oh, and I hope Coop learns to not be so possessive. He doesn't. I mean, that, that's never resolved. He never, he never stops being so possessive over Nina. It's like, there's no, it's like, oh, Moff's gonna stop doing drugs. Oh, he's a bit spaced out. And then he goes, I'll have a pint of vodka at the end of it. And it's like, there's no lessons learned. It's like, it, it's just, it was just an excuse for him to play oh, his favorite uh, tunes. The mental health stuff. No, no. The uh, the mental health. A bit like the Gabby story. <laughs> some of the stuff they do in it, like you would never. The mental health kind of way they talk about mental health in it as well. Yeah. That would never be done now, especially the ending. That when he's going, oh, a bit of vodka, and they're like laughing. He's going, I'll oh, take some more. And they're like laughing, going, yeah, take some more. It's weird that bit. With that. Bit and totally also, different. it was weird watching it when they go, because now you go like, because they're in a club, they're in this new club in Cardiff, and the year's only like '98 or whatever when it was made, right? And they go. I remember when this used to be Tom Toms back in the summer of night, and then it's like, hang on, the summer of '91. It's like that was only seven years ago. Like, you know, it's been like us going like, oh, I remember back in 2013. It was all. I mean, there's no difference between 2013 and now, like culturally, drug-wise. I mean, it's like, oh, the free raves back in 2013. It's a bit. Yeah. Well, to be fair, yeah, that was before. Yeah, there was, there was pre and post Trump. Good, but, good human traffic chat. You said it was over. You're racing onto something else, are you? You're racing onto something else. So Chris might have seen a good film or done something exciting this week. Um, no, really, it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty slow week. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I did. What did happen this week? Uh, saw the witch. Well, didn't see her. Oh, the witch. Yeah. But, um, same format basically, open the door, stale dog shit, feather in it, smaller feather, same sort of smear. Um, you getting tired of that? It's just every day just seeing it. It's done, you know, it? it brings you down, doesn't it? She could at least stick the feather in a Kipling cake, Viennese well. Witchy do- doodle, do you call her witchy doodle? Stuck her feather in a poo. So I called her witchy doodle. <laughs> well, I'll work on yeah. that. But I can't think. I've- so I saw that, um, and then was obviously hyper vigilant for any weirdness or any occurrences around. And um, standard forward followers everywhere now, uh, but just just <laughs> think it's just because there's less people about, so you recognise yeah. people more. So they're just always in front of you. Forward followers. I'm trying to think it's not an actual thing. I've gotten through so many double A batteries as well this week. Um, on my controller, but I haven't been gaming more. I've ah, gamed less. Interesting. That could mean um, that could mean something. And that's yeah, and that's a, that's about it. Um, everyone's wearing masks. Is that a, is that a th- is that happening in your town as well? <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah, a, I've seen a few people in masks. People in the shops. Talking of people wearing masks, we watched uh, another thing we watched this week, which I was talking about. Is that Your Honor? It's cool with Brian Cranston in it, and it's all filmed. What you were saying, this bit I spoke to you about, probably filmed after COVID, when they don't mention the disease or the virus once, and but then there's a courtroom scene where they say everyone's out the court. They don't mention the virus. Two people are wearing masks, and Brian Cranston says, "Oh, the TV cameras and people can't be in because because we've got a closed court." 
that you think, oh, it's something to do with the show. And th- and it's, he does say, oh, it's because of the virus. Yeah. But then every other bit of the show doesn't even mention it. So yeah. in restaurants eating. There's no, no masks anywhere. Just, just in the court really scenes. Odd. In the court scenes, there's one or two people. And I was like, oh, why are they... Oh, that's episode eight. Yeah, why the are there two people, wear, like, why are two people wearing masks? And they don't mention the, the, the virus because you're like... There's literally, there's one, and they're both black characters. There's like yeah, a, a, a big black woman in the jury, just one who's wearing a mask. And it's like, so basically the show's representing like America's like view on the, the disease, basically, the, the way they dealt with it. Cause it's like how okay. seriously they took it. The main character, you could say Brian Cranston is like representing Trump. He's just like, oh, there's this virus thing, you know, that everyone else believes in, but uh, we've got to deal, like, we've got to work around. Like, you know what I mean? He's not... He's not actively, like, his, his character's obviously got way more shit to deal with. They could not write in the virus into the show, but why they bothered to try or even acknowledge yeah, it's it, it, it's just to- it's throwing you off because it's like, because the fact that this storyline would still be going on amidst all this shit where America's in upheaval and it, it just doesn't, it, I don't know, it's just so weird. It, it's, it, the show's stupid anyway. It's also very derivative. It's also stolen a massive theme from Tin Star. The whole um, guy kills someone and then hooks up with the a relative of the person he's killed secretly, and they're getting you in. Like that's already been done in Tin Star. It's like it's written by an AI. Yeah, and it was done much it's, better. And it's yeah, shit. it was written. We're by at an AI, eight episodes in now, so we've got to carry on. Yeah, we've got to see it through to the bit uh, around. The new bit of Stephen Mulhern news this week. I've done a bit of research myself on Stephen Mulhern, and apparently I found out by digging deep on the internet that Steve Penk had to leave catchphrase because he suffered from uh what's it called when you uh what is it when you keep having like watery uh, excrement and you can't stop doing it it's diarrhea isn't it <laughs> you I, thought from... you, I thought you were gonna say ips <laughs> it's just chronic diarrhea <laughs> yeah apparently he was on diarrhea he had to have so many days off catchphrase um so Mulhern slipped in and they found out afterwards that someone was putting stuff in his did he Coffee. Did he repeatedly climb up a tree and then it trickled down his knee? Steve Diarrhea. Steve Pent was Diarrhea. actually the king of phone call wind-up shows, wasn't he? He used to do those wind-up yeah. Oh, yeah. Wind-up calls. That's good. That's, I'm glad you looked that up. So I'm glad you looked up after my uh, talking about Steve Pent. Johnny said this week, uh, he was asking, because he thought it was going to be the porn special this week, but obviously didn't realise about Uncle Tom. Uh, so Johnny said he's been... What was he saying? We call him lots of things. I don't think we can refer to him as Uncle Tom. Oh, sorry. I think that's a term like... Captain Tom. Yeah, I don't, well, I mean... Uh, he feels, I mean, like, he feels, like, he feels like an uncle. <laughs> he does feel like an uncle. In fact, we call him what the fuck we like. He does. I mean, the uh, Queen does. I have got a proper subject we can talk about. Not the fool, Marquis Smith, this week. But let's talk about this. So I've seen The Bake Off, and I've seen The Pottery Showdown, and I've seen on the one on Netflix called Blown Away, which is about glass blowing. Uh, but... What, whatever next? What kind of show like that could they do next? Can you think of any shows they do where you have a competition and you have a certain amount of people that have to do something and then you whittle it down each week? Uh, those. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot a bit here, I know. So I'm going to give you a few moments to think. I've got a sparky one. Conduit bending. Like, so like a con- conduit bending. So basically you've got a surface, you get given a room. The Great British Conduit Bender. Yeah, and you got, but you get given a drawing, and it's just basically who can do it the quickest and the neatest. There's no like, it's not really anything creative there. The creative thing is watching how they work and how one person does it quicker than the other. Because uh, like, conduit bending is electrician of the year. Yeah, because conduit, yeah, conduit Great bending. Great British is, electrician. Yeah, conduit bending is a skill, like that's like a physical skill, and it is kind of artistic in a way when you got to do complicated bends when you're bending metal back to back, 
Like, you know, and the machine is quite, it's quite tricky. You've got your measurements just right, could offer it, it up and do it. Would you just that. do conduit bending, or is there other things you could do? I mean, conduit bending, there's a containment in general would be like more. Is that what electricians thing. do? Conduit bending? Is that something that's they do? A, is that th- a... In commercial stuff, yeah, because it's containment. Containment in a, in a house, right? Containment is the, what the wires go in, so yeah. to make it safe, basically. In a house, they just chuck the cables down the wall. They have plasterboard, I they, see. and they just chuck the fucking uh, twin and earth. So, let cable down. In, in commercial so stuff, you... it's all got to be inside steel pipes and steel. Trunking or so you have you wouldn't just have um, conduit bending <coughs> British conduit bender be the great British electrician. Yes, so you, so you, you, you have a room start to finish. Go right. We need this room powered up, but we want it all done perfectly in trunking or conduit. And then they've got to do all the metal work in front of you. And what are the conduit? They're there with the hacksaw, the angle grinder. Going, you saw us at work Wire doing it. Why a plug blindfolded? Hey? Why a plug blindfolded? <laughs> you could do that, but it's not that Is impressive. It one? Yeah. Okay, so you'd have bigger the showstopper. That'd yeah. be some conduit bending. Yes, exactly. Because plumbers would be plumbing would be better for it because they do do with pipe work all the time and like. But it's more skillful. Do you think that would be a good watch? Would it get the viewers? I think it would. Just think. I've only just come to me now. I mean, I, I would fucking love it. I would. <laughs> I've worked in the trade, but I don't. I don't. I don't love being an electrician. It's not my. It's not my passion. Electricity, photography, and film, or whatever, is my thing. Uh, my idea for the Great British Bake Off show would be the Great British Tom Off, where so everyone asked you that. So yeah, sorry. So <laughs> where, where did that come from? Was that meant to be a segue? So you have some of the best. No, I've done mine yet. Some of the best. Um, conf- oh, sorry, because that was your question originally about the the, the, yeah, the show. Sorry, 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 I forgot. What some we of the best uh, actors in the country or imperson- impressionists, and what they have to do is go in dressed as Captain Tom, and each week they have to play out a different part of his life, and the, they have to clap as much as they can till their hands are red raw, and whoever can clap the most wins. It's called the Great British Tom Off. <laughs> <laughs> and do walking and all that kind of stuff, of course. Walking's standard with yeah. Tom, isn't it? Walking, that's the thing. Um, so just want to do our sponsor this week, and that's the Brew Brothers. Uh, Real Craft Ale with a Bite. So that is Brew Brothers Craft Ale. It's available in Sainsbury's, Waitrose and Tesco's. It's made of 100% real hops. It has yeast in it and has a nutty bite. Uh, that's due to the lime and cordial twist. That's Brew Brothers Brew with a Twist. Oh, oh hello. Hello. So I didn't mean to detract from the uh, advertisement there. No, that's fine. I think we got that's it out there. I got it out there. Nutty, yeasty, hoppy brew. Uh, imagine that. A beer with nuts. Nut, uh, sorry, yeast. I've got a little story. Ooh, please. Do you mind me reading the story? Love you too. It's, it's, it's got to be gripping though, because I will, I will zone out and then I'll have questions oh, Maybe that's the for end. the best. Okay. 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 <laughs> so I'm joking. Pale little boy bit his nails. He had nerves of a prisoner awaiting the gallows. Chewing his little stumps whilst facing judgmental gazes of his classmates. This wasn't a new scenario for the boy with the russet hair and spittle blade digits. No, this eight-year-old tip chomper had already moved school four times. He knew what it was about to happen. Tip chomper. Shame. That night he lay in bed, his Walkman radio filling his head with voices and concepts too mature for his soft ears. It mattered not anyway, as all the boy could think of is the embarrassment earlier today. As he stared at the ceiling, his pulse quickened. Suddenly, tree drops emerged from the shadows. He was flying over them with such pace, then the tree drop hit his hit him, so he rose to dodge it. However, after this faint brush, 
came successive crowns of fur. Rising up, blocking him quicker and quicker. Closing on him as he took flight through the sky. Uh, can you tell that I can't read my own writing? Keep going, you're doing well. Doing well. Uh, he hit the big dark of space. The boy was grown up. 43 to be precise. precise. <laughs> he had met a beautiful lady companion. She had long brown hair, deep brown eyes and olive skin. She also had a small silver ring in her left nostril. And the boy, he was a man, loved her. He loved her smell, he loved her questions, her stories, and he loved her gaze. Oh, he bathed in the gaze. He peacocked when he was in her presence. Holding her hand would broaden his stride as his manhood would grow. <laughs> she was his love and caused much arousal. She fucked the frightened boy out of him. Soon his nervous nibbles had desisted. And that was when Dennis Waterman decided to leave Minder. <laughs> well done. That's a beautiful thought, story. Very I moving. Like, I was like, I want... That's good because that loosens us up a bit with a creative story and can bring us on to our improv of the week. So, this week's improv is going to be Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you on a mysterious journey with a new version of the Twilight Zone. Three men in a ship. That's what this episode is. That's what this improv is called. Three men in a ship. Uh, well, sorry, actually, two men in a ship because Johnny isn't here this evening. So it was. It was going to be three men in a ship. But it's actually two men in a ship. Two men in a ship. Two astronauts crash on a planet that looks like ours, but it's desolate. They meet a man who is mysterious and ask them where they're from. They investigate the man's secret room and work out they're from somewhere not too far from home. So I will be playing the astronaut Mike Huckabee. Greg will be playing the astronaut Chip Sanders. And Chris will be playing the old man um, in the techno shack on the planet. Uh, Chris, any thoughts for name for the old man? As it's an improv, we just want to prove that we're making this up as we go along and it's not all scripted. Buster something. Clementine. Clementine. A great old-fashioned American name there. So let's start the scene where... Chip and Mick, myself, are bringing the, pla- the ship down on the planet. Okay. Move that buzzer there, Chip. Move that button there, Chip. The, bu- the button or the buzzer? Press the button, move the... Press the button, button. move the buzzer. Oh, yeah, you press the button to move the buzzer. Yeah, to bring her down. Okay. We're coming down. We're going to crash. Uh, why are we going to... No, we're not going to crash. Oh, we are going to crash. Oh, no. Okay. You don't have to make noises like that with your mouth. Oh yeah, we could put them in afterwards. Where are we? Can you see anything? Can you open the get the door open? Yeah, it's o- it's open now. We're uh... I think I've hurt my leg. Oh no. I think uh... I f- it fell on me when we I think I hurt my leg. Get the door open. Oh, it's I've, open. Got, I've got the door open. Okay, let's have a look outside. You can carry me. Uh, put let's put our helmets on first. Oh no, wait. 
Let's not open. Let's put our helmets on first, then open the door. Good thinking, Chip. Okay. Let's close the door again. Ooh, it was hard to breathe with that open. Okay. Uh, helmet. Yeah. Helmet for you. Thank uh, you. Now Chip. open the door. Oh, it looks it looks quite similar to Earth. What's the atmosphere like, Chris? Chip? Um, I don't know because I've got my helmet on. Well, uh, can you? Oh no, check readout. my readouts. It says it's uh, 10%, the gravity's 10% light, no, 20% lighter, but the oxygen is uh, more pure. So we can take our helmets off. Okay, <laughs> helmets off. <laughs> oh, that nice. was good, helmets off. So we had helmets on, helmets off. Yeah. I feel good though, Chip. Yeah. Ooh, breathe that in. Ooh, that's some nice... It's like a fine mountain air. air. It's, uh, right. it's, it's fresher air than it is on Earth. Well, nice. Well, we're meant to be, well, hopefully we're on Earth. I, we only, we orbited the planet. Oh, sorry, yeah. I thought we'd landed somewhere... Uh, oh, yeah, shit. This is meant to be the Earth. Okay, yeah, we're on Earth. Uh, oh, the weird thing is, this looks like 1950s America. This doesn't even look like our time. Hey, check out that old bookshop over there. Let's go in there, shall we? Weird. So, it would appear we're on the same planet, but it's a different time. Hey, there's something moving over there. Go figure. Oh, uh, yeah, what, what is that? <laughs> it's a dog? No, it, it, it's a... It's a little oh. old man. It's a little old American man. Hey, come out. Come out from there. Hey, old timer. What's... Where are we? Where are we? What year is it? What's going on? It's the year 2040. 2040. For the last two zircles. I'm sorry. Did the year's 20 what? Sorry? Chip. Are you understanding that language? We must be so far ahead in the future that they don't say numbers. They don't say the numbers the same as us anymore. I'm from Idaho. My name's Idaho? Mike. I'm Idaho. I'm Mike Huckabee. This is Chip Saunders. I'm Chip Sanders. I'm from Monta Montana, originally. Chip, Chip friend. <laughs> yes, we're friends. Yeah. We are your friend, old man. Old man, what's happened Get here? Get behind. Get behind. I was named yeah, after okay. French fries. In... Chip, give me your hand. Oh, sorry. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. I'm uh, pleased to meet you, old, old timer. Okay, we'll touch you a bit. Okay, touch, me. Okay. touch him. Chip. Okay, touch okay. Thank you. Okay, well, okay. I'll just rub your back. Okay, I'll rub your back there. I need spaceship. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we have a spaceship. Yeah, well, That's yeah. what we came here in. Can you Can help you us? Yeah, we will. Come with us, old man. This way, Chip. Okay, Take yes. the spaceship. Uh, come on, old man. Chip. Come on, old man. Okay, it's not that far. Hey. It's just over here. This is our spaceship, old man. What do you think you can? What do you think? What do you? What are you thinking, old man? What, you want to sell our spaceship? To buy? For sale? No, old man, we need to get off of here. We don't know where we are. This looks like the 1950s, old man. Are um, we in Italy? Are we in Italia? <coughs> no! You long way from home, friend! <laughs> uh, is this guy like an alien? Or is he Amer an American alien? English? Is he a Chinese alien? I don't know. Uh, we... Uh, um... Chip. Chip. Do you Chip. know what I think a better idea? Excuse me, old man. Let me. Can I just go and talk to my friend for one moment? You stay there, old man. No, 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 no. Just let go of my hand Chip. for a minute, Chip. second, buddy. Uh, Chip, come here. Okay, let's just let go for a second, buddy. Okay, okay, we're, we're, okay. Chip. Keep the old man occupied. Talk okay. to him. Okay. I'm gonna go and sneak into his his house over there. I'll find out where. Find out where the fuck we are. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? Keep talking. Okay, I'll, I'll keep talking. Hey, to uh, him. guys, I'm just uh, gonna go to the toilet for a piss. I'll be uh, urine. Yeah. Urine, old man. I'll be yeah. back in moments. Uh, 
You stay here. Talk, talk. Hey, guy, you ever played the Switch before? Nintendo Switch? Look, no, we've got a nice cut. Look, I've got a big screen here in the pod. We'll sit down here and we'll play some. Uh, we'll play some yeah. Mario Kart. Come on. Oh, you need like you like Mario Kart, okay? So I, I'm gonna be Louis. Well, actually, I'm gonna be Link. So I've unlocked, I've unlocked all the characters and all the tracks. Uh, here, you be this guy. Cool. Okay, I'm back. Uh, uh, hi. Uh, oh yeah. Oh hey. Chip. Uh, oh man. Where have you been? You smell different. Uh, well, I've got a bit of something to tell you both. I, well, you as well, Chip, and you, Clementine. Well, you should probably just tell me because you just you just snuck into his well, house. Well, no, I want Clementine oh. to hear this as well. You want, it, you want him to hear that you've been sneaking around his, his well, I don't place. care, because uh, you know what I found out, Chip? Oh, okay, yeah, what? We're in the future. What? <laughs> so 20 goobly gobbly gibbly gobbly goop was yeah, in the future. That's it, end, end scene. Oh, okay. That was yeah. a twist at the end. Not bad. I mean, I, I think with improvs like that, when they feel like, when you know they're not really going anywhere, you don't feel like you're being funny or no one else is being funny. Like well, no, I think other people are being funny. I think in that instance, that's when we need. To, that's when we, it's you, like I always say. You need to. Someone needs to touch someone in that instance, doesn't it? You know when we used to resort someone to like. Needs to touch someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, you did. You started off the touching. One of us needs yeah. to get our, 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 our cock out at that point. It's like, oh look, no, no, my no, cat no, just no. popped out of my spacesuit. No, when it that's what we used to resort that's what to. We used to. You don't need to do oh, that. Well, I keep telling okay, you that. Yeah. You can be more than that. <laughs> you just have to look <laughs> into your heart always and leave. Fall back on poo bum, Willy, fart, fanny, tits. So every time. <laughs> every time. Ah. So we all like tips and treats and money saving life hacks. And as we're all in lockdown, one of the things a lot of us have been doing is getting deliveries, food deliveries. That's Just Eat and Deliveroo. Uh, but but one not of, Uber Eats. Not Uber Eats. One of the people Fuck who has been getting a lot of deliveries is Greg. And he has our very own Greg Lewis with his money-saving fast food hacks. Greg, please, fire away. Can I take your order, please? So I was getting Deliveroo's, but it was like Chargo's, Piri Piri and stuff, which is actually better, better, better food. But it would always work out quite expensive each time. On Deliveroo, I'll get my normal Chargo's Piri Piri meal, which works about seven or eight pounds, but then all the delivery shit and all that stuff, it was always ended up being about 13 quid for like just a normal, and that's gonna add up, you know what I mean? That's gonna, that's gonna go into your funds, even if you're a retiree like me, like a, you know what I mean, a successful retiree at 41 with a few quid. A few quid really. in the bank. 73 quid in the back pocket. Yeah. Oh, 73 quid in the back burner, I'm gonna wax a lot. Milky bars are on me. So it's human traffic again. Uh, anyway, the delivery thing, yeah, McDonald's weren't so for ages. Remember when McDonald's was uh, finally opened and there was queues for like, for about a month. There was queues. I, 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 kept going, I kept trying to go to McDonald's. I was going there on my scooter. And, uh, and, and eventually I got to a queue where it wasn't that long and I thought, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to get McDonald's. I haven't had one in, in months. Like most, you don't even eat McDonald's. You, don't, no. you never eat it. Never eat so it. It's like, so, never but eat as it. A, as, a, as a guy who falls back on junk food Trash a lot. Trash food. Yeah, like I'll plan my, my meals in the week around junk food. So I'll go, right, I've had a healthy lunch. And I'll go, yeah, I'll, call it, I'll have a junk I'll So have what's a junk this money-saving hack? Well, I'm getting to that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> this, this wouldn't be a bit unless, uh, you know, I had a beginning. You know, like a couple... Like, like all the all the. He talks about it. he doesn't eat the food. <laughs> wait, wait. So the, at the beginning of the so the lockdown, so McDonald's was off the menu for two three months. First one I tried to get, I went into the drive-thru on my scooter, and they're like, "Sir, sir, you can't you can't use a scooter uh, in the drive-thru." I was like, what? 
I'm driving. It's one of the rules that say you can't have a... But it's not heavy enough. A scooter's not heavy enough to set off the thing. But I was like, it doesn't need to because he can see me. The window can see me. He's come through on the intercom to say, to tell me, like, sir, you can't go there because the thing doesn't set off the thing. I was like, well, it doesn't matter because you're talking to me now and you know I'm here and I want food. So can I put my order in, please? He goes, but we're open, sir. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, the, the actual restaurant's open. You can park your scooter and come in. And I was like, I was like, okay, so I did that. I went and did that, but I thought, I thought, oh, he'll let me get my drive, uh, my drive through and that anyway. In my head, I was like, I can't, I can't, that was an option. But no, so I went, I went there again on my electric bike the other day, and I was expect, I was like, right, I'll get a breakfast. I thought, right, I'm going to go out and take this mudguard back that didn't fit my bike properly. I bought another one online, and Halfords is right next to drive through McDonald's. So I was like, right, cool. Uh, went up there. Quick question: yeah. Was the mudguard part of the plan to get the cheaper breakfasts? <laughs> what? Hey? Is the mug guard, getting the mug guard is that part of this? How you get the cheaper breakfast, or is that separate? No, 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 no. Sorry, this is this, this is a bit. This is this is completely separate. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm going off on a bit of a tangent here. Don't worry. I'm gonna get back to the prices. Don't worry. Uh, but the breakfast. I went up there on my fucking electric bike, and I tried. I'm just saying about the drive-through thing. I tried to carry on. Go, I tried to go through the drive-through thing on my electric bike. So I was there, and it was like, and then. Uh, yeah, no, I just went straight up to the window, and he's like, he's like, no, no, so my manager says I can't. Say. I was like, what? You meant? It's like, what the fuck? It's like, I was like, I, I can't, uh, I can't come in the restaurant because this now you can't come in the restaurant. They're only doing uh, take. This is the point I'm trying to get to about the the delivery thing <clears throat> through Just Eat and de- uh, Deliveroo. So now they're only delivering. You can't go in the restaurant. But so me on, a, I'm starving, hungry, right? So I go there. I was, I was generally, I, I was like, right, I didn't have breakfast because I was like, yep, yeah, I'll get there just before ten thirty. Because we know the 10.30 hack about ordering at home at 10.30. That's one of your previous hacks. Yeah, previous hacks. And then you can get your your breakfast a little bit later. Do you remember that one, Chris? Yeah. If you order breakfast... So the breakfast ends at 10.30. Yeah, but if you order at 10.29, you get that breakfast delivered. Then you get delivered to home at quarter to 11. So Let's move on. Let's get to this hack. Anyway, so I got there and they're like, sir, he's like, no, sorry, sir, you can't come in on your bike. I was like, well, I'm here now. I heard this three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so I'm going to start. So you're going to let me start. This is when I was on my way to Jay's to do... I was going to drone and what... Waterston Manor and all that, which I did. Uh, but I was like, so, uh, so I've got to starve because I'm on an electric bike. I'm saving the planet. I'm on an electric bike, but if I pulled up here in a big fucking monster truck, like killing the environment, killing like I'm allowed. Like fuck this world. And I just went hacking off my bike, like annoyed, hoping. And I got, I got a croissant anyway when I got to Jason's. I got a coffee and a croissant, so that was alright. Yeah, I went into the world, but. Anyway, fuck that shit. That's why I'm like, yeah, order McDonald's. Don't bother going there. Don't make the same mistake as me. Turn up an electric bike. Don't get it served at the drive-thru. Always order from home because at the moment, the McDonald's, and that's why... So we went from not being able to get McDonald's for three, four months, whereas every other restaurant was still open. I think KFC was... Anyway, to now, McDonald's are the only ones who aren't charging over a fiver. So I say all the delivery stuff is £3.50. All the ones just eat delivery, it's £3.50, £4 for your delivery cost. So if you're going to get a simple McDonald's meal, you go, oh, I'll just get a fucking... A, a, a what's it meal, a save a meal, like uh, it's five pounds, but it's like, oh, but it's another four quid. You know, you're looking at a tenner for your normal McDonald's meal, it's doubling the price of it just because just of the delivery through the app, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, but now they're because of COVID, they're like, no, fuck that, we, we're money, you know, what I mean, they're a fucking giant, aren't they? They're, mm. they're the Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos of fucking fast food. Well, actually, saying that, Subway, anyway, they're owned by the same people, yeah, oh, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Are they? Subway and McDonald's. McDonald's, oh, do they? Oh, okay, yeah, fuck, well, then, yes, they are, they, they are, yeah, they own, they own fast food, as it were. So, basically, yeah, £5, you spend £5, it don't cost you anything. So, the trick is, what do you get, what do you order for your £5? So, 
What is your favourite object? Well, let's go back. This is what I'll put you. This doesn't work so for you. So you order five pounds, you don't pay delivery charge. Yes. Right. So basically, if you've you got a meal, order five yes, pounds, so you may, you're food. better off. Obviously, if your meal costs three pound, even if it costs three pound fifty or whatever, you're you'll like, get, okay, if your meal's three pound fifty, you'll get a delivery charge. You'll, you'll get charged three pound fifty, so your meal will cost you seven pounds. So obviously, you're going to buy you buy superfluous food that you don't even want. I mean, even if you chuck it at the dog, it doesn't matter. You're saving yourself money. It's wasteful and shit. And if you really care about the environment or whatever, then you would do it. But if you just care about the food in your belly and the money in your pocket, then listen to this. So what would you normally buy? You're, you're out of this because you don't normally buy McDonald's. Can it's... I just, before you ask what we buy, yeah. um, so that was your money-saving tip this week, Greg's no. fast food hack. No, 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 no. So I haven't even started, you fucking Oh, sorry, it. I thought... I was it was. You spent... Just make sure you spend five pounds. Yeah, no, no, but I'm, I'm, my, no, I'm telling you how to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. What you buy. yeah no, it goes deeper. This is a bit. You know, when I tell you guys about, right, I want you to bring something like that you can talk about, like properly, like get involved with and, and involve other people. So you've got the menu. Yeah, so you've got the menu, right? So, Chris, I, I'll, I'll address you with this because this is only going to work. It'd help if you ate McDonald's and had a favourite meal. You've well, eaten McDonald's before. Please address Chris. I am, okay. What's your normal meal? Okay. Um, Cheese. Double quarter pound of cheese. What, just that? No meal, not a meal, no fries, no drink. Uh, with a, yeah, with a large meal. Large meal, okay. So that, you're you're in the money there. You're fine. That meal, you're you're over the five pound zone there. So like usually these meals, like the saving meal, used to be about three pound, whatever. Now all of them, even the cheaper ones, so the McChicken sandwiches, the whatever, like that particular meal. I know that to be at least it's like five pounds sixty nine or something weird like that. Can I just stop yeah. you play one thing? Yeah. So um, just want to point something I just noticed there. I don't want to ruin your story because it's a tip. Sorry, money same tip. Yeah. But Chris, he asked you what you would get from McDonald's, and now I I don't eat McDonald's myself. I had for a long time, but the first thing I think of as well <clears throat> is what you said, which is a meal, the fries, the drink, the burger, whatever it is, fillet of fish, meal. Um, Greg said something very important there. He said the meals come to more than five pounds. Yeah. So yeah. most people would probably get a meal. That no, comes no, 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 no. A meal like that with a particular burger like that. Oh, what's the his particular, particular burger? burger? What, did you, what did you say it was? Let's get the fucking Chris. What's your burger, please? <laughs> Let's get the menu up. Let's get the menu up. Let's just pause this. We're going to pause this. Yes, quarter pounder with cheese meal. Quarter pounder. Quarter pounder with cheese. That's not an elaborate burger. That's double a normal burger. burger. No, no, it's not. No, oh, it double is. quarter pounder. Yes, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. I knew, yeah, sorry. So what's a normal I quarter pounder? I can't believe you way. don't even fucking eat McDonald's and you're trying to fucking tell me, trying to cut in and go like... So a normal quarter pounder is five pounds. <laughs> it's something like, yeah, like, okay, for instance, a McChicken sandwich on its own, right? And this this is a very important bit. This is where we get into the real money saving shit, right? Okay, and we're talking sustenance for your. Oh, this is for families. Great tips for families, families. forever. Lonely, whoever's listening. Lonely, weird, out. twisted bit of men. <laughs> lonely, weird, twisted bit of men. Tinder men. <laughs> the Tinder men with drones and electric bikes. Yeah. So get to the meat of it. Right. Catch light really quickly. Right. chicken sandwich. Okay, I think it's about three pound twenty nine by itself. Yeah. Okay. Now this is fucking ridiculous, okay? Because the, it's a reformed chicken, fried chicken steak. It's, de- it's delicious, it's tasty. No real nutritional value. value. The carbohydrates way outweigh the protein, obviously because of the bread and everything as well. It's not healthy. We all know that. It's just filling your belly. But there's filling your belly and then there's the, the cost of filling your belly, right? So for the same amount of money, okay, there's a chicken, there's what they call chicken mayo. Now I fucking hate mayonnaise. So <laughs> my chicken mayo is always, and the great thing about, the delivering on uh, the online thing as well is the customization that I don't have to explain each time because every time I go into McDonald's uh, live 
You would just eat shill. Hey? You would just eat shill. <laughs> it would seem that way. <laughs> Sounds like it. Like a lo- lobbyist. I'm a lobbyist. <laughs> I'm a fast so food. I'm a fast, <laughs> so, so, fast food lobbyist. So I think your advice to anyone wanting to do this tip is look through the menu. No, no, find no, no, the no, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Let me explain. Let me explain. Like, so I haven't actually weighed them yet, but I'm going to. So the McChicken sandwich is three pound twenty nine, right? The McChicken, the, the uh, mayo, the chicken mayo is like ninety nine p. It's on the saver menu. It's on the fucking saver menu, and it is. It's, it's about, on the fucking saver menu. It's two thirds. It's two thirds of the size. I haven't weighed them yet, but I, I, by my reckoning, it's exactly the same oh. reformed fried chicken steak, but it's only about two thirds of the size of, uh, or a third less than a McChicken sandwich, right? So I always order two of them bad boys for starters, right? So that's like a a Big Mac McChi- like chicken sandwich, like but with extra yeah. bread. I mean, there's extra bread there, yeah, but. We're talking about sust- we're talking about just filling your belly. We're not talking about like being healthy or blah blah blah. More bang for your buck. Two McChicken, like so, two two chicken mayos, two medium fries. So because medium fries, I've worked out that a lot of time the large fries they don't so stack them the same. No, they, the same they don't stack them as as much. So you're better off. Yeah. And, and the price, the extra thirty p, I've worked out that you pay for the large fries is not worth the amount that they're they're going to fail to stack the chips. They'll they'll fail to stack the medium, but not as much because it's a short box. They can't get away with it. Large, the larger Somebody's box. Somebody's not been wasting their life just sat at home doing nothing. <laughs> so basically, so you got your chicken mayo deal. He's okay. been doing homeschooling as well. And it's the same with burgers, right? So you have your normal burgers. So I, I got my first Big Mac, right? Because the other day, because Big Macs have pickles and ketchup and all this other shit in them. And as I say, the, the hassle for me is because I don't like ketchup, I don't like mayo, and blah blah. Whenever I order, but I like to order extra shit as well. So the, with the hamburgers, a, a hamburger does not come with uh, lettuce. It just comes with. Only, it just comes with ketchup, Greg, ketchup, you, mustard. Your nose is bleeding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually believed him. I was like, I feel that passionate about this. Uh, it comes with about the erection. <laughs> hard boys. Hard, hard boys. That's never going. That's never going down. Hard boys. Never going down. Hard boys forever. The microphone's just in the right place. <laughs> oh yeah, for you, yeah. Uh, so, so is that the end so of the no, no, the burgers you get, you get ketchup. Uh, you get ketchup, mustard, and onion. That's it. So I go cut and pickle. I go cut the pick, cut the pickup, cut the ketchup. <laughs> cut, cut the ketchup, cut the ketchup, cut the pickle. Drop, I was, was going to do a joke then. Drop the base. Cut the midline. Yeah, no, okay. Anyway, and then I say, so I say, uh, no, I don't want the ketchup. I don't want the pickle, but I want lettuce. So I like leave the onion. Who do you say is just on the app? Oh no, no, no. But usually in, in the shop, I have to go. Uh, I have two hamburgers. I thought we were talking about the app. The t- I know. I'm saying that's. I'm trying to say the comparison. That's what the why well, the app's good. I'm saying it's good for lots of reasons. Like at the moment, it's good because of the five pound deal. But I, so I, I think I, I think I get it. Like basically, you work out the exact meal you can that will come to five pounds. So then you don't. Pay yeah, you the don't interrupt because I, I, you know I'm going to want to finish. So I'm saying it's good for not having to order the extras in the in the thing. I go two hamburgers. Uh, no ketchup, only the onion and lettuce. No, that's what I said. I used to go, only onion and lettuce. No, mustard, yeah. Mustard, onion and lettuce. And they go, what? And I go, mustard, onion and lettuce. And they go, oh, so, and I have to think about which way around to say it. Onion, mustard and lettuce. Or lettuce, Is lettuce, that part of the money-saving tip? No, that's the struggle I go through in, in the oh, shop. Right, so okay. on the app, I just have to go, no, this, this, that. And they read it and they go, cool. Yeah. And they, it comes with a little sticker saying, no this, no that, no that. But one time I've got, I've got saying that, one time I've got the sticker and it says no this, no that, and it still had it in it. And I was like, fuck me. You've, you've gone to the, t- the trouble to print the label, but you've still left it in. And I went back up there and I got a free meal. <laughs> anyway. 
But the money saving thing, yes. So two chicken mayos, obviously, 99%. That's £2 instead of £3.29. In my estimation, in, in my estimation, you're getting one and a half times a McChicken sandwich, okay, mm-hmm. for one for one pound thirty less. So it's, you're doubling, you're doubling your food. You don't have to write it down and you're, do all the maths. So you're doubling, you're, doubling, you're doubling the food with the burgers. With the burgers. So I got my first Big Mac. I had to leave out all the shit. I was like, leave that out, leave that out, leave that out. So I was basically just left with the buns, the burger, lettuce, onion, and mustard, okay. And I ate it, and I was just like. Well, this they use the same patties as they use in the normal hamburgers. Again, this, again, this cost three pound, four pound or something for a Big Mac, let alone the meal just by itself. Two hamburgers, one hamburger costs ninety p. You get two hamburgers. It's the same as a Big Mac with an extra bit of bread. That's one pound fucking eighty. It's one pound eighty, my friend. That's so that's double the savings, and and slightly more burger. Okay, and then you get that again with two medium fries, and then say a milkshake. So you get two burgers, two fries, and a milkshake for, for just over five pound. Or possibly of... no, with the, chicken, the chicken mayos, I think it's six pound fifteen. Anyway, great, and great money saving tip there. So. And, al- and always buy tw- and always buy buy twenty nuggets because the extra eleven the dip, the price difference between nine nuggets and eleven nuggets um, is only a pound. So effectively, you get eleven nuggets. Nine nuggets by themselves cost you four pounds, something like that. Uh, if you buy the extra 20, you get 11 nuggets for a pound. Okay, so, so I think we've clarified that. Thank you, Greg Lewis. And only buy KFC when it's 10 bucket, 10 pieces uh, for 10 pound. Because then you'll, you'll get three, you can get at least three meals out of that. And you can reheat KFC chicken. And it's, wow, bellissimo. If you microwave it for a minute and then just put it in the oven for a second to crispy outside, it's good as new, if not better. Because a lot of the fat gets drained out of it. Chris, thoughts? I don't touch junk food because I feel it contributes to global warming. Oh, <laughs> for for those of you out there who so this love fast food as much as me, move on from Greg's. You notice know, I didn't include Burger King there because Burger King are cunts and Maybe we don't have one in. Should we do that next week or? Okay. We, oh, you're not doing that. We don't have Ellsbury. We don't have Burger King in Ellsbury, and okay. they're shit. They are actually shit. Let's move on from um, Greg's uh, money saving tips there. Thank you, Greg Lewis. That was some great tips there. Move on to this week's improv. Soap opera for part two of Slice of Life. Very popular this was last week. Uh, I don't know if you remember. It was about Darren. He's a school teacher who's recently lost his job and had to move back in with his dad, Stan. Uh, he's talking to Gareth on his phone. Uh, this is part two of Slice of Life. And in this week's episode, we find Darren walking to his local corner shop. And here we meet a new character in Slice of Life. Was I Northern, I think? Oh, I usually am. We usually are, aren't we? Were we Northern? I think you were Southern. I know I was Northern. <laughs> Slice of life. Sounds a bit like Orange Street. Oh, I've got to get the paper. I've got to look for these bloody jobs on this thing. Hey, watch out, mate. Yeah, right, same to you, too. Ah, it's a local shop. I'll go in there. Hello, hello there, Fred. You're right. Yeah, not bad. I'm still trying. I'm trying to look for a job. Still living with your old man as well. Yeah, I'm still living with Stan. Uh, what jobs are you looking for? Yeah, I've been doing much. I'm a bit worried about. He had some garden around the other week. I'm a bit worried about him. All he's doing is basically on the sofa all day watching daytime TV. That boy's never on the sofa, man. You go around there. He's well, you know, he's not got a reputation for nothing. What's all this I've been hearing about Stan with his reputation? Like Gareth was telling me last week, it's like, huh, Dad? Dad? 
Stan. Yeah, my dad. Some guy listened to our conversation in the shop. Excuse me, mate. Yeah, look, that's not very, I, just, I just heard you refer to me as Stan. That's not very affectionate. You should call it. I thought you called me Dad. Oh, it's, it's Dad. Dad. Yeah, hiding out the back there. Yeah, you alright? Oh, oh, a shopkeeper. Oh, I've never seen him before. <laughs> yeah, alright. Busy out there. <laughs> Shut that door. Oh, <laughs> shut that door. <laughs> shut that door. Dad, shut the door. Okay, so. Dad, what are you doing here? Oh, I, I, I know, I, just, I had a feeling you were just uh, disrespecting me somehow. And, uh, I not, call you Stan. Not talking about me affectionately Dad, enough. I call you Stan sometimes, don't I? Oh, you do. We're a bit like Bart does in Simpsons. I call him Stan. Yeah, I call Bart does in Simpsons. He calls him home a bit. Uh, you know, we lo- he loves him, really. Yeah, no, that's all right. Then. What's that? Okay, I'll leave you guys to your conversation. No way, really, Stan. You're not going anywhere, like. All right, no, I'll stay then. just made a deal, so you're going to stay there for five minutes longer. All right, uh, shopkeeper, I've just met. <laughs> Anyway, your dad's told me, but you've been up too lately, and while you've had to move back home, I think it's bloody disgusting. Uh, he's been you sp- touched that kid. I uh, mate. Yes, no. we, 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 we touched, we, well, we t- touched, no, pardon the pun, we touched, on, we touched on the subject last week, but we never, never really addressed it. You lost your job because you touched that kid. My dad doesn't like the fact I'm homosexual, and for some reason he equates homosexual, he's got this old-fashioned worldview Anyone that's gay touches kids and does all sorts. It's like basic bullying. No, that's not the case. No, it's just you touched a kid. That's not quite. I did not touch a child. I left the job because I wanted the money they were paying me was not the right amount of money I needed for the job they were going to get me. And they were giving me too much work to do and I couldn't have it. I almost had a breakdown. Somebody told me you touched a kid. Nobody told you I touched a kid. I didn't touch a kid. Why would I touch a kid, Dad? You know about it. I thought I'd made facts right. It would be in the papers. I thought I'd be facts right, but I remember someone just told me. Guys, do you not think if I touched a kid it would be in the papers? And I'd go to court and I'd be arrested. I confused real life with what someone told me down the pub. And it must have been gyro day. I thought, you know, I'd get a bit bit wasted on gyro. I'd appreciate it if you do hear people talking about that. You shut them down instantly and not sit here spreading rumours. So I come in to see the shopkeeper this morning and he bloody tells me... When are you going to sort your gyro up? Because you're not working at the moment. And you need to sort of... be assured, I will not sell him any cucumbers, any gherkins, any tubular shaped sweets, or anything that he can stick up his bottom. Um, All right? Yeah, disgusting. Just because I'm gay, it doesn't mean I, d- I just stick oh, things up. Oh, oh. This is 2021. Anyway, about. This I know where you get it from, though, lads. Knowing your dad, eh? What's that about my dad? I don't know what he's talking about. Why does everyone keep saying this? I mean, I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe you've got something to hide, Dad. Uh, uh, no. What's that hanging out the back of your trousers, Dad? Well, it's, it's a dildo. It's a, it's a... Oh, it's a dildo. It's not... It's, look, so it's, not, like, it's not a gay thing. Is that why you and Mum split up? It's not a gay thing. Is that why you and Mum split up? I'm not... I'm just, huh? Is that why you and mum split up? Look, I'm, I'm rehearsed, I'm practising for a role, I'm going method. So basically I've been going method acting. So I did that amateur drama class. Remember when I started amateur drama? You were about nine. Anyway, I started doing amateur drama and they said, you've got to play this gay fella. And I was like, right, I'm going to go method. And basically I've been going method for about, I don't know, 30 years now. I think you and, uh, anyway, this dildo's part of it. <laughs> Look. So it's 18 inches. It's you, have you ever seen that Requiem for a Dream with uh, Jennifer Connelly? Yeah, I've seen so it. So the that. end scene where they're like, oh yeah, and so the Keith David, the black fella's watching from Community and other things, and uh, they live. 
And he's like, yeah, he's like, and they're going arse to arse. Like, I told yeah. you my dad knows his movies. It's an 18 inch, 18 inch deal though. Jennifer Connelly's going like arse right. to arse. Like, I told you. And, going, like, and uh, anyway, Mate, dad, it's, it's the same one as that. that. It's dad, exactly like that. My dad knows his movies, doesn't he? <laughs> I think it's all revealed today, Dad. Uh, I'll have to take you to one of my clubs. If it, if it goes in and out, then uh, you're in no doubt. I know what it's about. I'll have to take you to one of my clubs, Dad. I think it's yeah. called, like, um, it's some bending thing they do in electricians. <laughs> well, that would be a show I'd like to see. Electricians with anyway. conduit bending at each other's assholes anyway. instead of a fight. I can't keep you, keep you long. Uh, instead of a proper clamp. Yeah. Oh, you make me long. Go but, up, I'll bloody shop, you twat. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. catch you later. Look after yeah. yourself. See you later, you See you later. Yeah, you big bender. See you later. Right, Stan, see you in five minutes. Get back round, creepy Stan. <laughs> Will do. I like that giggle. <laughs> 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 Can't run over. Oh, no. What about the game? Oh, good uh, improv. <laughs> nice alive. Uh, a more slice of life next week, where we find out what's been happening next with Stan, <laughs> his son Darren, and maybe some other new characters to the street, and hopefully no more homosexual references. And we don't keep falling that, back well, on we that. Start, well, I mean, to be fair, that was kind of the big thing to begin with. So uh, I think I think we're not exactly that, um, Russell T Davis. Uh, well, it's not really. It's a I mean, it, well. I mean, they say that they say that heterosexual men can't play. Uh, Great characters, but um, it's acting, isn't it? <laughs> it's acting. Well, why don't you just act, my dear? Like Lawrence Olivier said to um, Dustin oh, Hoffman. So many more film reviews. Why don't you reviews. just try acting? So many more film reviews. So many more laughs that could be had. But so um, this, let's do another story from Real Life Magazine this week, and this one is called "Boys and Their Toys." Uh, <laughs> who wouldn't want a toy boy for Christmas? But as Cougar Amanda was about to find out, some babies bite. Careful Careful not to spill the three gin and tonics clutched between my hands. I waggled my hips as I crossed the dance floor. It was a rare night out with my two kids, Kyle 13 and Layla 6. Oh, sorry, a rare night out without my two kids. Oh, I was just saying, what's she got her kids with her? Ugh, look at that bird. What's your kids for? There you go. I still will. There you go. I smiled over the thumping music to my best mate Lorraine and their boyfriend Aaron, both 30. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? They've been there for me during a difficult year. Lorraine, their boyfriend Lorraine, Aaron. Sorry. Yeah, Lorraine. I'd, I'd split from my boyfriend <laughs> of 10 years after the stress. I of said, here, Lorraine. Me not working has taken its toll. Australia. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Australia. What are you doing, mate? Oh, Australian by birth, I'd lived most of my life here in Corby, Northamptonshire. Oh. But a problem with my passport meant a problem with my passport meant I couldn't become the teacher's assistant I wanted to be. Not that I was gonna bore anyone with that tonight. I've not seen him before, I thought, catching the eye of the good looking bloke sitting alone in the next booth along. And I just knew about everyone in this town. I'm Brandon, he smiled. I'm Brandon. Oh, two brothers. <laughs> I've got a split personality. Offering a huge paw of a hand to oh, shake. <laughs> Shut up, Brandon. Shut up, Brandon. Sorry, I do this from time to time. I found myself telling him all about my final year after all. 
That sounds so hmm, hard. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sounds cool. It's okay, it's should it's we go now? That sounds so hard. <laughs> back to mine? Sounds cool. Should we go now? Just, just back to mine? Shut up, Brandon. I've got this. Back to mine? That sounds so hard, he said sincerely. You really are a strong woman. Stop, Brandon, I got this. Brandon, Jesus. Oh, cool, we, we're cool. We're still cool though, right? Still coming back to mine? But I was shocked when Brandon Brandon, told me. Jesus, we're cool. We're cool, right? Still coming back to mine? Sometimes I wish there wasn't two of me. But I was shocked when Brandon told me he was just 24, but six foot two (laughs) inches and stocky, you'd never have guessed it. But that old head on his shoulders made sense. I used to play rugby. But that Uh, old... (laughs) God damn it, Brandon. But that old head on his shoulders makes sense as he opened up, explaining his mum had died when he was just eight years old. I remember I was just eight years old and when mother died, she fell down a well. I remember I was just eight years old when mother died, I pushed her down a well. Whoa, Brandon, we're not meant to tell people, new girls, about that. Poor guy. He He lived with his elderly gran who brought him up. I was 38 and we couldn't have been more different. Luckily, my nan brought me up. But his impeccable manners, gorgeous eyes, and effortless charm. Hey. Something in my heart, or maybe even lower down, tugged me towards him. Near the vagina? I was in good nick. Why shouldn't I have a little taste of a toy boy? We swapped numbers and texting soon turned to dinners when the kids were with their dads at the weekends. He picked up the restaurant bills, but his factory job wages, but with bills with his factory job wages. He was like a sugar daddy rather than Mitty the Cougar. As handsome as charming as I am, I'm still only a lowly factory worker. I've, uh, I've got a job in a warehouse. And, uh, I, know, I, mean, I never reached my potential, what can I say? But uh, I'm still a handsome, charming dude who can fuck like a train. But he was anything but an old bed. He's really charming and we've got the same taste in books. Like I told you. He's really charming, and we've got the same taste in books. I gushed to Lorraine. Oh, you got this book too! I mean, after your third orgasm, um, before revealing his age. May I read this passage of this book to you? (laughs) I wondered if she gasped in horror before revealing his age. I wonder if she gasped in horror, but. It's just good to see you smiling. <laughs> it's just just good to see you smiling again. She insisted. <laughs> it's not like I was looking for anything serious, anyway. And certainly, I wasn't oh, bringing Brandon home to meet the kids. <sighs> I want to meet the kids. I'm big with kids. With my hands. I got loads of cool toys. They'll love my drone. I couldn't always meet up with him when he wanted. I said I couldn't come out. I smiled at the door as he turned up anyway. I know, but I thought we could have takeaway. He was. Hey! Did you know that if you get a uh, two chicken males instead of a McChicken sandwich and two oh minutes right, go through that again. <laughs> He was certainly keen. On the way back from a night out, I got gassing to the taxi driver in the front. I looked back at Brandon. He was staring daggers at me. Hey! His jealousy around other men was kind of sweet, though. Yeah. I'm gonna kill that guy if he looks at you again. Uh, you. Uh, you know that guy Coop from Human Traffic, he had a he had a point. Yeah, he had some growing up to do, but he made me feel young again. I haven't done this in years, I giggled. <laughs> as Brandon hey. took As Brandon took me bowling on a date. A few months later in August 2017. Strike. It occurred to me that I didn't know when his birthday was. Oh, it's just past, Brandon said vaguely. I'm twenty-five now. Oh yeah, my birthday, uh, yeah, it was the other day. Uh, oh I'm twenty-five now. Uh, what, what the hell did you tell me? Uh, why haven't he said anything? Something smelt fishy. 
I don't care about my birthday anyway. Strange. I got it later. Right. When he was in the shower around at his, I took my chance. Had a quick rifle for his bedroom. Had a quick rifle for his bedroom doors. I'm singing in the shower. I pulled out his birth certificate. My jaw fell open. Hey, what are you wrestling about in there, doing? You're 19. I howled when Brandon came back in. What? Who's 19? I was bedding. Was that true by Paul Hardcastle? Yeah, I like that. No, 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 19. Yeah, good one. <laughs> I was bedding a teenager. No wonder I hadn't seen him out before we met. He was barely legal. I knew if I told you the truth, you wouldn't want anything to do with me, he said sadly, lip jutting out. Hey, baby, uh, you know, I thought if I put on this funny is, is voice. Brandon the guy from Future Armour? <laughs> 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 is that Brandon? <laughs> well, he was oh. right there. He was right there. Realising I was old enough to be his mum, I felt sick. But then I looked into Brandon's kind eyes and felt myself soften. We're together now. Hey baby, I'm old and young at the same time. What did a few years here or there matter? No more lies, please. Now kiss me, though. No more lies, please, Brandon. Okay, but technically I didn't lie to you. I just didn't tell you that I was 19. He agreed. Make the promise, Brandon. I promise, baby. After that, Brandon just grew even keener. He arrived unannounced when having drinks with the girls in the bar. How did you even know I was here? How did you even know I was here? I smiled. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Um, my friend put a tracker on you and he told me. He said, I was supposed to be meeting up with people here, but they haven't turned up. Yeah, I was meant to meet up some other people here, but they didn't turn up, so... With, with these chance meetings happened a few times, a friend grew suspicious. Pass me your phone, she said as we sip coffee in a calf. A few swipes and she handed it back to me. He's tracking you, she announced. Show me an app called Find My Friend. He must have downloaded... I know, I told her that. He must have downloaded onto my device and pinged my location whenever he logged in. I know, my, I said my friend's doing that and he told me. I've been quite honest with you. I hadn't even noticed. Furious, I texted Brandon. We're over, I told Why is she him. angry? We're over, you spied. Suddenly his age was an issue. I was honest with you. I mean, it wasn't cool, but I was honest about it. Suddenly his age was an issue. Spying on me felt insecure, immature thing to do. Well, I'm only 19. I was a grown woman. I didn't have the energy to be a fixation of a possessive child. Brandon called and texted for weeks, denying he put the app on there and pleading with me to get back with him. A couple You're of months... not even a real man! Beep, beep, beep. Hey, baby, please come back. My voice betrays my age. I'm sorry, but I don't feel I should have to tell everyone my age when I first meet them. You know, I just went with the flow. A what can I say? A couple months later... Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. A couple months later, he turned up at my front door. Hands clasped and shuffling with nerves, he begged me to reconsider. I shook my head Please, and became baby. hysterical. I might as well kill... Listen to my voice! I sound like that old guy from Futurama. Come on! I might as well kill myself, he sobbed. Don't I may as well kill myself, baby. Don't say that, I said, ushering him inside. I can change... Don't cha do that. Come in here. I, no. can I can change, he sniffed on my sofa. I can change. <laughs> You'll never change. I sighed deeply, my head tussling with my heart. Okay, we can take things slowly, I finally said. Uh, I wish I still had that voice. I'll change my mind then. I suppose it was more lust than love. He was soon pouring at my top, and despite myself, we ended up in bed. Hey, Robert, I wish I had my spit personality guy back again. He'd help me out of this situation. Yeah, what? let's just have a little pour at that top. What's gonna. But I have to. But I have to. I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we gonna do, Brandon? I need you more now than ever. You start round the back and I'll go round the front. Okay, I right, got this. Let's keep pouring at her. I'll pour at the front, you pour at the back. And then we'll get our wieners out. And we'll fuck it from Where's each way, going? yeah, like a Chinese Where's finger trap. Okay. Alright. But I have to admit, <laughs> my skin tingled with the intensity. I know. He held me like when we first went out, but Brandon didn't change. 
Every time I went out with him, he accused me of cheating on him. One day I could you just... never fucking change, friends. <laughs> One day I just couldn't hey, face Hey, stop him. looking at that guy. I know I'm pretty weird, but stop looking at that guy. I'm not letting you in, Please. I texted as he stood outside my front door. Who have you got in there? He screamed up to my bedroom. Hey, window. who's in there? Nobody's in here, Brandon. His penis best, must be at least a slightly bit smaller than mine. Smash. I gasped, padding downstairs to the kitchen. The patio door was a pile of shattered glass. Hey, no door's gonna stop me. Not a puny glass door. Thankfully, the kids were staying with their dads. Brandon had run round to my garden and caved the glass with a rock. I'm calling the police, I yelled. Hey, I broke this with a simple rock. I don't know what I'd do without you, he messaged. And that was what I feared most. He said he'd kill himself Whoa, 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 did I just message that when I'd broken into the house? He had a troubled upbringing. Well, and when I was so angry, I was stood there in the kitchen, I went, I smashed the window and, and I messaged her and said, I love you, baby, Was go, go back, go back a minute. I just wanted to put my arm around him. I'll pay for the door, he said. I'll pay for the door, baby. It was a mistake, but I let him back into my life. His petulous insecurity erupted again and again. He kicked over the cocky ta- coffee table, table fuck that kid. his leg. <laughs> Great cobwebs of cracked double glazing bloomed in my kitchen windows. He bashed them in frustration. <laughs> the kids stayed with their dads more and more. You smash window. I was becoming isolated for the first time. I was scared of him, a boy. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. That's Stay the first. Away from me, boy. That's the I first. I'm sorry, baby. That's the first time I acted immature. Oh, they're smashing windows uh, and stuff. Okay. I called the police numerous times in the summer of last year, and Brandon was given a restraining order. Social services become involved too. I was at risk of losing my kids. Open up, Amanda, he bellowed nonchalantly from outside. Not again. Not wanting the neighbours reporting another incident. Open up, Amanda. I gingerly opened the door. He blew in, holding his phone up, scanning around the room. Oh, blew it. Oh, really? Look, I've got a video now proving that I was here. Big bad wolf. I'll send it to the social. Please don't, I begged, hopelessly trapped. He had me right there where he wanted me. (laughs) I'd become his plaything. I may as well be the one 19 years younger, so stripped I was of any authority I had. I could barely sleep, my co- clothes became baggier. I must have lost two stone with stress. Ooh, bonus. Yeah. Last Christmas, Fucked you I into baggy clothes. Spending it with my mum Terry, 65, and my girl Layla and nine and her dad. And the icy dread in my heart was melting. After a turkey dinner, we played Awesome 80s, a silly card game. It's an awesome card game. I mean, I'm only 19, but I love the 80s. TV Soap Dynasty made from which... Made TV Soap Dynasty made which oversized fashion item popular, Mum asked. Shoulder pads, I shouted. Shoulder pads! Brandon probably didn't even know what those were. All through the day, he hounded me with texts. He would never know what they were. Hope you're having a miserable time, he ranted. I know what they were. Here I am with no family while you spend the day with yours. I felt so foolish that a younger guy would be fun, but he turned into a nightmare. That New Year's Eve came with the kids at their dads. Lorraine came round to watch some telly. Too tired to start for the Big Ben bongs. She'd gone home by 11pm and I was in bed with the TV on. I heard the letterbox clatter downstairs. Amanda, Brandon screamed. My stomach not... See, that would have been perfect. See, that would have been... Yeah, yeah, you put me off doing it. You, you, you know what I mean? You ruined it. You, you don't... Oh, okay. Can't stop enough. someone... Fair enough, fair enough. You know what I mean? If someone's I'll involved... In, if someone's actually trying to get involved in... Well, I'm sorry. I know it's not improv, but it's like... I, I was reading the story. I never yeah. looked up once. Like, so what was Brandon's line again? <laughs> Amanda, Brandon screamed. Amanda! <laughs> oh, no, maybe... Oh, maybe not. 
close enough. My stomach knotted as I heard his feet thrown round the back. He's going to do the windows again. I'll do your fucking windows I again, Amanda. The, I wish he wasn't American. <laughs> I threw the duvet off and headed down. I'm always down. a northern guy. It's a, a northern guy, Cockney guy. Do I voices? Northern guy, Cockney guy. So yeah, an American guy. Why not? Brandon. His name's Brandon. How many English guys do you know called Brandon? It's an English story. I threw the duvet off and headed downstairs <laughs> in my PJs. Brandon. I unlocked oh, the back no, door. <laughs> oh no! Fuck you! Oh Amanda, why don't you go fuck yourself, I, Amanda? I unlocked oh, the back I'm, door, I'm hoping. All right, guys. I unlocked the back door, hoping <laughs> I could bargain with him. But the second it squeak opened, he lunged. You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit about me, he roared. You don't give a shit about me, American Brandon. Before I had a chance to go back inside, he pulled me out, throwing me to the cold concrete ground. Yeah, come here, bitch! <laughs> Looking up at him in terror, I saw him baring his teeth like a dog. He threw himself on me and clamped his teeth around my le left ear. I'm gonna bite you like a fucking dog! He reared back and then swooped down again. What I do, say? He reared back, then swooped down again. Brandon bit my lip, his hot boozy breath, making up my nostrils. That's yummy! He then slammed his fist across my jaw. My mm. lip burst open a spray of blood. I love English girls' lips. I cowered as he rained down blows on me. Smash, smash, take that, bitch! Kicks or, <laughs> kicks or punches, I couldn't tell. One after the other, stinging blows to my head, whining blows to stomach. It was New Year's Eve, but I won't live to see it. Then Brandon had me so lost and broken, I almost welcomed the end. Ever seen good fellas? And just like that, the blows stopped. I'll never go to jail for you, bitch. Brandon shouted over his shoulder as he ran off. What? I'll never go to jail for you, bitch. Brandon shouted. I'll never go to jail for you, bitch! Yeah, not really worth it. Terrified in agony, I limped inside. To hell with what happened next. I couldn't live like this anymore. My cracked phone just about worked and I called the police. As New Year dawned, my living room was full, <laughs> my living room was full of officers in uniform taking my statement. One by one, they started stripping. Sex bomb, sex bomb. You're my sex bomb. I had a cut ear, a split lip and bruises on my side, but I didn't need the hospital. How would it come to this? As I, explain, as I was explaining our relationship... I came in there as well. As I was explaining our relationship to the police, it sounded so silly. What was a mum of two doing with a hothead feral boy? I wish I could just be shot of him, but a week after the police still hadn't caught him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sure he did, love. Sure. He, he was on the run. He's still I heard nothing He's from him until he sent me a video. Sounds like a perfect gym. I said nothing from him until he sent me a video message. Hey, check out this video message. It's me, Brandon. Is that what you got to say? No. What? You're not going to... Oh, well, I thought... Oh, oh. That's fine. You don't have I to... I thought you improv on the video message. Oh, no, I didn't that's know what I wanted to. We'll you're move usually feeding the lines. Okay. Hey, it's me, Brandon. Yeah, that's all right. So better than... Oh, oh, okay. I can't believe things got I, so bad. I'd like things to say. I can't believe things got so bad, Brandon wept. Oh, I can't, I can't believe things got so bad. He yeah. still hadn't got him, but he began, began pleading with me not to seek charges. Please. I couldn't fight any longer. Fine, I texted, just leave me alone now. I phoned the police and told him I was drunk on New Year's Eve and I'd been lying. A day later, the officer arrived at the door. We're not buying it, he said frankly. Hello, hello, hello. We're not buying it. With police support, frankly. I realised how manipulative Brandon was being. He knew how to soften me. The talk of suicide, the little boy lost act. I had to break free. On the 29th of February, I rang a, a friend rang to say she found Brandon at a relative's house. I drove over there. I drove over there, sat outside the dress in my car, and called the police. The air filled with semen as three cars and a van roared up. Oh, sorry. The air filled with sirens. I could barely breathe as I watched officers wrangling Brandon into the van. 
As the door shut. Seamer everywhere. Take that, you bitch. As the door shut, my breath sagged with relief. It was over. I later heard the police found he had six bags of cocaine on him. There you go. Nice. There's a warning to you. Brandon stayed in custody until his I got all the cocaine in the world! June this year. That's why I'm so crazy. At the very last minute, I stood waiting to give evidence in Northampton Crown Court. My assistant informed me Brandon pleaded guilty. Assault, criminal damage, witness intimidation, possession of cocaine, a lot. We both knew he was banged to rights, but I was thankful he wouldn't try and wriggle out of it. I headed into court to read my victim impact statement. He stared, yes. he stared through me and I felt numb. <laughs> how, how could I... Yeah, how could I no, ever man. like you? How do, what? Why did I deserve this? Oh, because all that stuff I did. You're a swine, you'll never get out again. <laughs> how could I ever have liked you? I can't you believe I'm in here. After three years of hell at his hands, he finally looked like he was. And I'm Welsh now. And at, at th- at the, finally, at the end of the story, he what? finally looked like he was an overgrown child, <laughs> doing an American voice. <laughs> <laughs> he spent so much time in Welsh jail that he turned Welsh arguing for a lesser sentence though his defence Paul Webb explained how Brandon was just a teenager when he met I was well, I'd be 38 Brandon got out later that day I slept with him for one final time <laughs> and that's the end of the story I knew you'd want me back baby no sorry I, I made that bit up uh, hey, I'd be 38 this time I cringe time. wanting to cry out that I didn't know he was 19 then I should have ended the toy boy fantasy as soon as the first lie about his age surfaced his defence told to drudge Brandon was ill-equipped to deal with his disparity in maturity yet there were toddlers who behaved better Brandon Kearney 22 got two years in prison was given an indefinite restraining order banging him from ever contact me in again my friends family and children who helped me to pick up the pieces insist I stop blaming myself but there's no fool like an old fool it's been a painful lesson but I'm determined never to get myself in that situation with no man and certainly no boy after this happened, I had a tattoo on the top of my arm saying, follow your dreams, live with your heart, but follow your heart. And my cut. The end. You love it, baby. Of today's real life story. Yay. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. He's, he's definitely crying. I saw like, your first you're like making the little joke and you had to sort of start, oh my God, yeah, it's beautiful. You'd want a picture about Brandon. <laughs> oh, I wish we could show people that. Oh. Picture of Brandon. So I was going to film it. Uh, yeah. So anyway. So are we going to say goodbye to ourselves, each other? Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, yeah, we've got a tight, I think we've got a tight hour and a half. We've got a tight there, ten minutes at least. I mean, yeah. uh, we'll have plenty more to talk about in the future, I hope. Yeah, exactly. So, if there is a future. That's goodbye from me, Benjamin. That's goodbye from me, Greg. And it's goodbye from me, Chris. Johnny, Jack Wilson. Oh. Really miss you this time, this week. Get well soon, Johnny. Big, 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 big man. Go fuck yourself, Johnny! <laughs> <laughs>